Hi everyone, welcome back for another podcast, another episode of EGEOs. My name is Rochelle Curden, and here today with us, I have a special guest. Her name is Kiera Gomez. She is currently a PhD candidate in uh, the geology department at the University of Texan, Texas at Austin. Hi, Kiera. How are you doing today? Hi, how are you? Good to see you again. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. Yes, um, I am happy to, to be here. Absolutely. So today we're going to get started, and I have some questions for you. First of all, would you tell our audience where you're originally from, where you grew up, and maybe a few things that influenced you while you were growing up? Yeah, so just before um, we start, um, I'm a person who stutters, so you'll hear some some moments of stuttering mm-hmm. and if you to repeat things please let me know uh, I'm happy to 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 um to, 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 to so. absolutely thank you so much yeah um so yeah so uh, of your of your question of where I am from. So I was born and raised in New York City and most and both of my parents are from Colombia and so I'm a first generation uh, person Colombian American um, and I grew up all around um, Queens particularly around Jackson Heights, Astoria, and mostly Woodside. And towards the end of my high school period, I lived around Astoria. So um, mostly there. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and what influenced me most while I was growing up, I think, I think I can answer that simply in the form of three parts mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them my mom um i think my mom has always been one of the driving forces for me mostly because she came from C- C- colombia um, during the 1990s and when she came here she didn't really know the language she didn't really know much about the system here, and so she had to navigate that while she was raising me as well. And so it was particularly rough trying to uh, myself also support my mom while she was going through these tough times and then just trying to be a child too Mm -hmm. and so it was particularly rough um but i appreciate all of the hard work that that she did um to to get me to where i am now um and so i so those are the things that i would never um you know i never regret those moments because they make me who who I am absolutely the other the other there there are two people also that 
influenced me during my high school career. And one of them was my the the dean of my high school, as well as a science teacher there. Mm-hmm. Both of them were very instrumental in basically telling me that I can do it and that I can actually go to college and that I was actually, um, I was actually able to, because that's one of the things that is really tough is kind of like knowing whether you're, you know, college, college bound or not really, or, Mm -hmm. um, and those were the things that I thought about. And I am so grateful that they actually pushed me into believing that I can do it. And then the last part that I would say was really instrumental in um, during those during that time was the Gates Millennium Scholarship. And that's from the Bill and, M- M- and M- Melinda Gates Foundation. Mm-hmm. And that a a scholarship that funded me all through college um, and and my PhD. Um, so I um, if it weren't for that scholarship, I would not be here. And mm-hmm. so with all of that, I think that has probably influenced me the most. That's an amazing story. Thank you so much for candidly sharing that. And I think it's 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 very inspiring to hear the struggle part of it all. I'm sure that most people have struggled uh, at some point in their life. And sometimes people don't, you know, they don't talk about it as much. So thank you so much for, <laughs> for bringing that up. Um, right. Yeah. So once you had your uh, Bill and Melinda Gates scholarship, where did you end up going to school? And, you know, I know you have several degrees. Could you take us through what your degrees are? And yeah. um, tell us maybe a story that you have about your career path so far. Yeah, of course. So my c- c- career path has not been a straight one, but I don't regret all of the the turns and other things that I've done. And so during during high school, I applied to Smith c- c- College, um, and that's a small a small women's college in in North Northampton, Massachusetts, and I didn't really know what I wanted to study there. To be quite honest, I went in as a biochem and economics major um, in my mind, <laughs> and then I quickly switched as soon as I took my first. Uh, my my first few uh, classes, mm-hmm. so that went down, and at some point I I I went to the Department of Geosciences that were having a, a a seminar, and I liked it, and I think that's where it started. I always say that geology found me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to stumble upon 
this seminar that they were t- talking about, you know, what geology is because I never knew what that was. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's, it's just not me. It's most of the people who are, who never really had geology in, in high school or even in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, the story is, is that I met an amazing advisor and her name is Sarah Peruse and she's the one that got me through all of Smith College. Um, college itself was not easy also. Yeah. Um, you know, being, being the first person in my immediate family to go to a four-year college and, and then not having a person to talk to about how hard mm-hmm. this is and, and, and what I can do when I feel like I don't want to do it more. And so she was particularly there for me in, in that part. And she was very, and Sarah was really instrumental in making, you know, cutting me, getting me excited about science, about what I do and then what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so I really loved it. And, you know, I miss the times where we just talk about what I was doing. And from there, um, my path took me across the Atlantic to to Greece, where I did a full right um, in the field of oceanography. And there I basically um, worked on a hodgepodge of mm-hmm. things and it was really fun. Um, and I learned a lot about myself there as well. So it was also an exploratory mode post-college. Sure. And and then I loved it so much there that I decided to stay for my for my master's in petroleum engineering at the Technical University of Crete. And so the island itself was amazing. So mm-hmm. um, I loved it there, and I think the culture and the and and all the stuff that I was actually learning there um was 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 really awesome um and from there i decided that i really loved research um so much that i decided to a to apply for a phd mm-hmm. and this is where i am now and so it's been a little bit um, not straight, but mm-hmm. it's been along the lines of um, organic chemistry, which is what I'm doing, um, which is what I did during my undergrad and master's. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm doing more of the integrated um, projects of um, where we use organic and inorganic chemistry and as well as the stratigraphic um, rock record. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. So when you were doing your master's, did you actually live on the island for two years? Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so I lived there, um, and it was really nice. It was, yeah. it, it was, it was great. You know, I woke up every day, and I saw the mountains there, and mm-hmm. it was great. Um, I loved it. So each time I would leave for my university, the first thing that you would face also were those mountains, and it Mm -hmm. was really awesome. It was just, like, really nice sight. Yeah. What a special place to live. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right now, with your research, what energy sector are you in, and is there something um, that you really like about the field that you're in? Yeah, sure. So the the energy sector that I'm in is the particularly the oil and gas. And so most of mm-hmm. my work right now pertains or is somewhat um, connected. Yeah. To that. So uh, I currently work on understanding the the geochemical evolution of Jurassic. Um, Jurassic Jurassic aged rocks from the the North Sea Mm -hmm. and so this is particularly this project has been particularly fun because I've used basically all the tools that I knew and I don't know (laughs) um, and to kind of see and understand what happened during the Jurassic, in particular during a time um, where there were abrupt uh, climatic changes. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a large igneous province that just was like ongoing. So it was a very tumultuous time for mm-hmm. for 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 our for our planet. I think after that, then I'm here for my for my PhD, and here um, I I first worked within a paleoclimatology lab at UT, um, and then I changed um, projects because I became very very I became very interested um, in more paper time uh, projects and so during this particular time when I was switching um, my current advisors um, who are Charlie and 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 Lorena um, were really instrumental in kind of um, okay Lorena and Charlie were really instrumental in um, allowing me to stay at mm-hmm. each and basically helping me 
um, form, helping me form a new PhD project, um, which has turned into what it is now. Um, I think, uh, I think Lorena in particular has been really important into where I am today as well, mostly because mm-hmm. um, when I met her, we actually met um, in really hard circumstances, mm-hmm. um, and she may know what I'm t- 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 talking about, um, so she might also chuckle a bit. But during the time I met her, I didn't really know who she was. Um, after I met her, she was, she was super nice and she really helped me get sort of this whole hump of, you know, trying to switch and trying to make the, make the um, change and going through my qualifying exams and then kind of to where I am now, mm-hmm. where now I work with her. Uh, with Charlie and with another person also who has been really important into in, in my in my PhD and he's he's been really important in in me trying to learn what uh, trace metals are so mm-hmm. I really appreciate him and you know his name is Scopan and so I think. There have been many people during my PhD who have really helped me get past um, all of the the major m- uh, m- m- milestones, and so I think um, whoever is in a PhD, you know, hold on to that person mm-hmm. um, who is holding your hand because I think. You know, you just need one. Yep. <laughs> and I think we have more than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for for sharing that with us. I know Lorraine is a very special person. She's done a lot for me as well. I'm glad that she's yeah. she's a friend and someone that I really look up to. She's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Using my geological background, I think that is my dream role mm-hmm. and I think I'm already in it because my PhD is just I am basically swimming in data mm-hmm. right now so um, it's particularly overwhelming but also this is where I want to be yep. um, and so in terms of a job role that I see myself in I don't know wherever um, wherever there's data and not just like a small amount of it a lot of it yeah <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's where I'm going to uh, trend towards. And so, um, yeah. Cool. No, that's that's amazing. I definitely can relate to the being overwhelmed with, too, you know, having too much data part of it. Yeah. You're just like, you start seeing connections and you're like, oh my gosh. And you just, yeah, it takes a lot of <laughs> self-control to like not get so overly <laughs> nervous about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. for someone who is uh, currently building towards their dream, do you have any advice for them? So for someone who is building their dream, I would say the number one thing is to get started now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, if there's something that they that you want to do 
and that you're scared of doing or, or anything, I think the answer is yes, it's, it's scary, but start now um, yeah. because there's never a, there, there's never a good time. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, there's never a time, you know, t tomorrow at five, um, <laughs> there's always now. <laughs> so yeah. I always tell myself that when, when I'm, when I'm just like down and saying like, should I do this? <laughs> yes, you should just do it. Um, another advice that I would say is, you know, patience and perseverance, you know, goes a long way. Um, when it comes to patience, you know, just just waiting um, for the right uh, for the right um, for something to come to you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know that I've I've been impatient sometimes, where yeah. I always say like I've done so much work yep. um, already, and literally I'm I'm just like tired I'm working so hard but you know the patience has for me has gone a long way yeah um and in terms of perseverance I think this is just who I am I think just like going through and whenever I start something I try to end it um um as much as I can and mm -hmm. so if you start something also try to end it as well in you know in in good terms like end it in terms of finishing it absolutely yeah that's um, that's great advice yeah thank yeah. you so much talking about uh the first part of what you had mentioned i noticed that a lot of times uh procrastination can be like a really difficult thing to deal with yeah yeah and I really think that that's not just for PG students, but I think it's for mostly a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so I think one of the best um, advices I got was to start now mm -hmm. <laughs> and don't until um, until you don't you don't have the you don't have the the energy to 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 it. Absolutely. So to finish up today, can you share with our audience some things that you do to maintain your happiness and your success? Yeah, sure. So I don't know. I think you may have heard some some hints of um, my my dog. So mm -hmm. so I got a dog during the pandemic. So we have a pandemic dog here yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's she's really nice but you know I would have never known that just a dog would have made me so much happier but she really does yeah and so she made me so happy that we got one more <laughs> yay and, that's great and the other thing that I do to maintain my happiness is to take some time for myself I mean I'm the type of person and I'm not I I, I don't think I'm alone with this is that I tend to like overwork myself and think all the time that I'm not being productive yeah. enough. Yep. It's it's a thing that happens amongst PhD students and you know probably with within more people as well. Yes. Particularly because you know a PhD is a set time and you have to do certain amount of things 
at the set time and sometimes things don't work out and so that just makes you just anxious Absolutely. and so that's one of the things I do is try to take time for myself and just uh, take some time off on on weekends also mm-hmm. because um, I don't know I think my I think my body and I think my mind also really really and the last part is I usually when it's hot enough which is soon I usually go to the pool and that helps me you know be I think being around and in water is really important for me and so that just really makes me really calm so yeah those are the those are the those are the the top top three things <laughs> yeah that's that's amazing i have to ask you so you're in austin do you go to barton springs a lot or have you been oh, there yeah so right now i'm currently in houston but when i was in austin um i went to barton springs a lot so mm-hmm. i really recommend it there yeah. um in houston there 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 aren't really a lot of like there aren't any water holes here yeah. that we that we call them as but there are some pools around here which yeah. is really nice cool that's awesome well thank you so much for meeting with me today i really appreciate your time and I wish you the best of luck, and we'll have to do an update when you've um, when you're getting closer, when you finish your PhD, and see where you're at then. Yeah, awesome. Thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. You.